Welcome back to Real Conversations with Nora for our 57th episode. Our topic of discussion this week is how to break into the fashion industry as a young woman. And joining me today is Amber White. Amber is currently living in Brooklyn, New York. And Amber is the founder and CEO of Molded and Modesty Boutique. And she is always possessed an attraction to the fashion industry, but continues to explore where exactly she feels she fits in in that, in that industry. In July of 2019, Amber launched this boutique as a way to express herself through the art of creativity while providing chaste and modest individuals with fashionable pieces that exude humility. Amber, thank you for joining us today. We're so excited. I love having young people on. Thank you for I'm super excited to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. So listen, tell me what this, what made you decide to become a fashion designer? Well, honestly, even growing up, I, I really have been like very creative. And um, in high school, when everybody's trying to figure out what college they're going to, what career they're going to go into, I knew that I did not want to work a nine to five. I knew I did not want a desk job. Like I wanted something that was going to challenge my creativity and something that was always changing, always fun and like really on the go. So that's really what inspired me to get into the fashion industry. I love styling. I love sketching. And it's always been like an outlet for me. So like sketching and actually seeing my creations come into life has always been like really cool to me. So I definitely wanted a job that doesn't feel like a job. So right. that's what I went into industry. Well, that's, that is so, that's so exciting. And it's fun, isn't it? Don't you find yes. it fun? How it changes? Absolutely. You probably don't know this about me, but um, before Mary Kay, um, I, my sister and I were fashion designers. I did and, not know that. Yeah, we were fashion designers and we created a more conservative line for business women but something that had like a little snazz to it. And we right. go to boutiques. We had a showroom in New York. I mean, it was just amazing. And then the good old recession hit. And of Ooh. course, you know, when that happens, boutiques close and so forth. And so we moved on. But my sister, actually, my baby sister is still um, in the, you know, in the business, in the industry and is, you know, does amazing things. For me, I, you know, I'm the, the seller the one that, you know, that does the sell. I, well, I did all the selling and, and, and uh, met with all the buyers and that sort of thing. But um, what an exciting time as I can remember it. It was exciting. It was fun. The industry changes. You get to see different styles. So I definitely understand the fact that, you know, you wanted to create something for yourself, but also make it fun. Like you said, not a nine to five, and uh, not going to the traditional college, but doing something that really inspired you. Because how many people go to college and come out and they don't even work in their own profession? So it's just a, a pleasure to have you do that and then still be able to work in your in your profession. So did you find it hard breaking into the industry or do you find it hard? I feel like it's always a constant break because the fashion industry, like you said, is always evolving. It's super fast paced, always changing. And you're literally only as good as your last look. That's always what my professor wow. says. So it's always something that you're always constantly trying to like just do something new, think outside of the box and stay trendy. So mm -hmm. I feel like it has been hard to get to where I am now. And I still have like so many goals, so many different things that I want to get to. Um, but it's a challenge, but it also is really fun. So it, the the 
curiosity in it and like the fact that you don't exactly know where you'll be yes. breaking in or when your time to shine will be i think mm -hmm. that also gives it an edge too so mm -hmm. it's always a, a constant thing i'm always like on my toes okay like this season it's good but like what's next season gonna bring right and would you find it do you find it um more beneficial exciting to be in new york versus la because both of them are kind of like that fashion i think new york probably more so than la but what's your thought on that so um la is slowly becoming like really up there like an actual competitor with new york fashion yeah. um but i feel like new york there's just something about like the heart of the industry the heart of like the fashion district in um midtown it's mm -hmm. like it's never going out of style i feel like it's very like hot and popping and i don't think it'll yeah. ever like i don't think it could ever top i don't think la could ever top it and it's two totally different like fashion senses too like new york is more edgy and streetwear and la is more like laid back it's still cute and and edgy but it's also more of a different kind of fashion trend out there okay good 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 so how important is it for you to have your own point of view in the industry it is very important because in the industry they're always looking for different they're always looking like outside of the box and you have to definitely know what you stand for and stick to it because it, you can be easily swayed. But what stands out more than anybody else is somebody who's really decisive in what they know that they know this is going to take off or this, they know this is going to be successful. So right. it's very important to me. And I feel like, um, it, especially in the industry that I'm in, modest wear, you know, right now that's not really what's what you see is popular um right now like more revealing stuff is really really popular short and tight is what really sells quote unquote <laughs> but standing true to like what i believe i believe that you can be fashionable and still conservative at the same time so standing firm in that i feel like it also sets you out um from different competitors too because they know like okay well she has her own standard and she's actually holding herself to that Right, right. And that's how I felt, too, about the, that conservative mm -hmm. piece. And the other thing about that piece, short, tight, all your boobs out, all that kind of stuff, it's trendy. Yeah, <laughs> it's trendy. It it'll be the trend this week, and then next week it'll be put a jean jacket over, come, you know. So anyway, right. it's it's from and, – and what's your thought about because there is – you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to risk saying this, but um, – <laughs> You know, because it's made in 2X, 3X, and 4X doesn't mean that it's definitely um, for you. Or it right. could be for you. It could be for you if you just, you know, like some people put on a body shaper, you know, mm -hmm. body shapers. They don't just tuck you in. They just make it smooth. And so just think. So talk about a little bit about that. The things that women can do, even if it is made in a 2X or 3X, doesn't mean that you can't buy it. Doesn't mean that you can't wear it. But it's how you wear it. Exactly. I always say that. My mom, you know, my mom, it's a charity. She, <laughs> when I was getting into the industry, she always said, Amber, make sure you look out for the big girls. So I always make sure that all my designs, it can be wear, worn by somebody who's an extra small or all the way up to a 5XL we go up to. Mm -hmm. So I definitely feel it's not what you are, it's how you wear it. So even if you do like shapewear underneath or just make sure that you feel comfortable because what looks good on one person is not going to look exactly the same on another person if you don't wear it correctly. Right. So I definitely I like that in this journey, too, because in I, when I was beginning, I only knew like what looked on me and right. I'm more slim built. But right. 
with this journey and just like learning from different women too, um, learning from my mom, learning from my aunts, some of my customers, just feedback, I'm able to just like realize it from a different perspective and know when I am designing, okay, this kind of cut is not gonna look good on this size or this size and just tweaking it so that everybody, it's versatile, that everybody can wear it. You know, one of the things I love about the pencil skirt, I think that's a skirt that can look good on all women, whether you're small, yeah. medium, large, extra large, 2X, 3X, because of the shape of the skirt and of course the shape of the body. But even with that, I still think there it's important to have that body shaper on. I just think it yeah. just it just makes everything um, everything smooth. But I read something the other day. It said it's important to look for people that have their own point of view. That's the most important thing. That's the key because if you can take a stand and have a place where you believe you should be, which is what I hear I'm hearing from you, it's like this, it's like that. I don't want this. I don't want that. And then the number one, you can make a decision. And on number two, or you can genuinely have your own point of view instead of making it on, oh, I don't like that. Or maybe I should change it because they don't like this or they don't like that. Mm -hmm. And it says, so she also says that it, I work that it says, it also says rather that it works out for you early on when you make that decision. And mm -hmm. it was very specific on what, um, what it looks like visually and on the image level and design level and the graphic level. So, you know, I'm kind of like, and then she went on to say, so she said, I'm kind of stuck there, you know, just in terms of what um, that person, I'm assuming she's talking about herself, that what she feels like she should do. So stuck where she feels like she should be versus all the other things. What's your thought on that? I really love that quote. I think it is really important to stick what you believe in because like I was saying earlier, it is very easy to be swayed like, okay, well, this is in trend. So how can I incorporate that into like selling? And it can, you can get carried away real fast. Like, okay, modular is not really selling as much as like short and tight and what's trending, right. but you have to stick to like your morals and stick to what you believe in because mm -hmm. I feel like that speaks more volumes to people and they know that, okay, this girl, she she sets the bar for herself mm -hmm. kind of thing. So I really I really love that quote. Yeah, it was it was good. I love to Google. I love Google. <laughs> so, so tell me a little bit about your designs and what what your what you are what you work hard to portray in your design. What what is it all about? Tell talk about that. So I mainly design like I was telling you, modest wear. Um, but I also try to find the bridge between modest wear and trendy clothing. So. A lot of times people think conservative and they think like, oh, like a sack of potatoes. Like you don't really? look <laughs> like all the way up. Like, and it's not, it doesn't have to be yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. You can look really cute, really trendy and mm -hmm. like right on spot and with the fashion trends that are popular, but do it in a way that is also really like humble and modest and just conservative in a good way. So I definitely wanted to change people's perspectives. Mm -hmm. And it's also really hard because my age group you know, we're young, so they yeah. think, okay, short and tight, that's what we have yeah. to work with. That is what it is. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to sell to my age group because of that. Um, right. But I love changing the narrative. And I love being able to show people, hey, like, we don't have to show it all to look really cute and fashionable. Right. So right. That's really what I, I try to do in all my designs and just make yeah. it really cute, but like, right. still make sure everything's covered. It's funny, my husband and I were in a restaurant last week and we were waiting for our, we had reservations and we were sitting down. There was a young lady, pretty girl. She was sitting beside us. And then this 
a young lady walked in with her male counterpart and she had on a dress. The dress was beautiful, but it was so thin that you could see her her underwear. She had on um, the thongs. And so you could see all that. It was just so inappropriate. So I looked at the young girl and I said, now, what would your mother say if you wore something like that? And I said, or even if you had a friend that wore something like that, what would you say? And she didn't say anything. She just, she just smiled. And so and I, we, you know, uh, no conversation, but just smiled. And then in comes all her girlfriends who look like the girl that I was talking about. So I said to myself, no wonder she didn't say anything. Right. She knew. The whole child was funny. It was so funny. And then she looked at me and smiled. We both smiled together. But um, being entrepreneurial minded is one of the things that they talked about. It says you have to have, be so much more than resourceful and entrepreneurial minded. The oldest business mold are now are irrelevant. From, you know, back in the day. And to be successful, a successful merchant or a successful designer, you must be committed to show a high level of dedication and true passion. And you have to continually cultivate a unique point of view, discover new talent and secure exclusive brands and provide a strong point of difference for each one of your customers. Yes. So you have a customer that likes this, you have a customer like, so what's your thought about that? Absolutely. The entrepreneurship mindset, it is very different and it is passion driven. And I've seen so many of my friends, we all started out with the same goal. Like we want our own. Ships have really highs, really lows, but in those lows, it's what drives you is your passion to do it. And your passion, like to actually love designing. And I feel like that is what has like pushed me through even the lows about like, just frustration and the fact that like, I, I just, you know, you have a mindset, like I'm gonna start a business is going to take off and be a millionaire, but yeah. it's not like that. So yeah. <laughs> just like, the passion behind it is really what drives me to just keep going. Even when like, okay, well sales are not that great this month, but like, it'll be better. And right. I think that is very, very important. Right. Uh, uh, repeat what you said about your friends because you froze a little bit there and I didn't hear it. Oh, okay. You had friends okay. that, yeah, we all started out. Um, I have a, lot, a couple friends that we went to um, college together. We graduated through the fashion um, program at our college and everything. And a lot of us started at the same like playing field. We all wanted a business. We all wanted to be successful, be entrepreneurs. We did not want to work for people. Like it was great interning and getting like experience in the fashion industry. Sure. I also learned that I don't want to work for somebody in the fashion industry. I want to work for myself. Right. <laughs> so um, a lot of them like fell by the wayside because they didn't mm. have that passion. Um, a lot of them thought it was going to just take off like that and like no problems, just easy guiding. And it, it's, right. not, it's not like that at all. So right. um, you have to be really passionate about what you believe mm -hmm. in. And if you are an entrepreneur, you have to always mm -hmm. feel like, how can I make this better? What is like trending right now? And right now for me, the hardest thing, social media. Social media is like super important in this day and age with entrepreneurship yeah. because you can gain so many followers, so many like just connections, which mm -hmm. will move into different sales and like the mm -hmm. monetary part of it. But it's so cool. Like Instagram's always changing and they have different trends about reels and different like music video, like just right. different stuff altogether. Right. So the fact that it's always changing and social media is helping a lot of people become entrepreneurs in their mm -hmm. own way. So mm -hmm. I definitely feel like you have to roll with the punches as an entrepreneur and really have that passion to keep going. Right. One thing about the fashion industry, it's not a it's not an easy industry. Okay. It's a very tough industry because 
there's so much going on. You have so much coming from China and all mm -hmm. outside the country. Yeah. And so, and the different styles and people, some people, that's why some people don't care about quality where others do care about quality. I'm one, you're one that cares about quality. So with that being said, there is a place for you. You just have to find where that place is in that industry. And that's what I learned when we were in the industry that we had to find a place. And what was made us unique is that we had um, a suits. We designed suits, business suits for women, but they were snazzy and, and sharp. And, you know, they might have had one lapel and not the other. You know, we did things that were different and that weren't uh, conventional, like the normal, quote unquote, uh, business attire. And so I think you have to find that niche for yourself and not look at what you see other people are doing, but what is it that you, and that's what I love about you is that you, you found what it is that you want and you're not willing to compromise. Yes. So good. That is so good, Amber. <laughs> so um, communicate with people in a way that makes them desire your fashion. That's one of the things. It says, how important is it for you to think big and have the hunger for your dreams or your work to achieve your goals in the industry? Oh, that is super important because you have to go, well, like we were saying, the fashion industry is very cutthroat. It's very, like I said earlier, you're only as good as your last look. That's right. how it is. I worked um, before Molded and Modesty. I was an intern in the city at a design studio and then they hired me right off my internship. So I got to see like behind the scenes of it. Um, and you can see how hard, like they really work, the designers, that's what they love. And like, you have to be hungry for it because nobody else is going to, they are not going to feed you at the, in the fashion industry. They're not going to give you anything. You have to fight for it, right. which, which is really like, it's hard. Cause I'm, I was a little shy at first, like going in, like you're the new girl, but you have to be um, like assertive and you right. have, have some sort of aggression, not a bad aggression, but like right. just be very passionate and driven right. about what you stand for. Right. Because let's face it, it's not an industry where people share at all, you no. know, and so you've got to, go. I mean, we had to hit the pave, the pavement. I mean, we were up and down 7th Avenue, 8th, you know, looking for fabric uh, uh, stores and, um, you know, that kind of thing, the right kind of fabric. What were we going to do in this season? Because we know that the seasons of fabric change and they're always ahead of the, yeah. season. the season's always ahead, you know, mm -hmm. so what we're doing in the summer is actually what they're preparing for, like what, in spring, for fall, you know, it's always mm -hmm. a season or two ahead. And so it's not the easiest thing, but if you are passionate, I find, if you are passionate about it and desire for it, have a desire for it, then you got to stick it out because as you're, you said it so well, uh, Amber, it is not the easiest industry to um, be in. And it can be a little cutthroat too. You know, people steal your ideas and stuff like that. And and uh, so how do you get around that? Let's talk about that because there aren't any copyright ideas. Uh, is there copyright on your fashions? No. Well, I mean, uh, some big industries do it, but for small companies, you really, it is what it is. I see so many times like young entrepreneurs and young designers, they come up with epic ideas and then big companies just kind of like bite it off and they become big. And it's really, you really can't do anything about it. You can, I mean, through social media, it's a little bit better because people are like, oh, wait, I definitely saw this with this designer over here. And now all of a sudden Fashion Nova is doing it. Like you right. can see it a little bit more, but I mean, it's really something you can't, it's out of your control. So right. the way that I do it, I just design exactly what I like. I feel like in the fashion industry, everybody bites 
of everybody else. Like right. they'll see an idea like I like that, but I'm gonna change this little thing and then say yeah. it's my own. But right. I mean, the industry is very cutthroat. That's why it's really important to do something really unique and something that you don't see out there because then they're gonna be like, wait, how did they do it? Like right. so that they can really replicate exactly how you did it. Right. Right. Well, that was good. Well, I, Amber, I want to thank you for being my guest on Real Conversations with Nora. You did a fabulous job. It was so amazing. Are there any last minute comments that you'd like to share with the audience before leaving today? Um, I just want to say thank you for the opportunity, Ms. Mara. You are amazing. This is like literally like girl chat. I love it. And I'm just really excited to see like where my business takes me. So right. I'm really excited. Good, good. And um, share with the audience how they can find you on social media, how, how they can find your line. And, yes. Uh, about um, you. On Instagram and Facebook, uh, my tag is molded, molded underscore and modest, modesty. Um, and I can be found through email, um, moldedmodesty at gmail.com. If you have any questions, I'm literally always communicating with customers, always just building those relationships. I have so many people who just slide in the DMs on Instagram just with questions or just like, wow, I really love this. And then we had to talk about life. So I love getting to know like all my new customers, even if they're not customers, just building relationships with people. Right. So Instagram's yeah. the way to go. Um, if they want to check out my website, it's www.moldedinmodesty.com. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so give us your email address. And say it a little bit slower. <laughs> so I must be talking. Okay, so my email is um, molded underscore the letter N underscore modesty at gmail.com. Okay, good. And your website again is www.molded-n-modesty.com. Okay, good, good, good. Well, once again, I want to thank you for your insight. You were amazing. You were excellent. I mean, the topic was good, especially for someone young who wants to uh, be a fashion designer. Um, you will be the example, a great example for them. And just to be a fashion designer and how to get into the industry. Um, yeah. If they can get in the industry. I was talking to one of my coaching clients and her daughter is moving to New York because she she wants to be in the fashion industry and that whole thing. And so she's moving there with three girlfriends and, uh, and I told her, you know, she'll be all right because it's her passion. And, you know, so, so once again, I want to thank you for your insight on today's topic and for our real conversation with Nora audience. Follow us on social media on Instagram at BWOTMFG and on Facebook at Business Women on the Move for God. You can visit my website at BWOTMFG.com and sign up for our new programs and make sure you stop by our retail store where you will find lots of great items, not only for you and your family and your friends. And we're going to be producing a new line this fall. So we're so excited about that. And also ask your friends to watch the show each week and watch it and share it with others. And we look forward to seeing you next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Real Conversations with Nora. Have a blessed, awesome, and prosperous week. God bless you.